Hey guys, what's up? It's Erica here with the work of our podcast. Look, it has been a minute. It has been weeks since I've been on here, you guys. We've had so many incredible things um, that the Lord is doing right now, and things are truly accelerated. Um, if you're a Christian, you're in church, and, and you're hearing the, the true message and the word being preached right now, you know we are totally children of God, man. I mean, we are accelerating right now. Um, and if you follow the podcast, you'll know the, the previous two I did, I was leaning toward a whole business series in which I am not done with. I am not finished with that. But look, the Lord has been just, um, man, just, I'm, I'm just telling you in my spirit, I've just been feeling like this urgency. There's an urgency to get just the, the, just the word out to the people to, to repent, to repent, to repent. I mean, I felt it so strong. I was like, you know what? We're hitting pause on everything else. And this is the message that needs to go out right now. People need to come back to Jesus. People need to repent. People need to give their hearts to the Lord. And that is 100% what this is about today. And if, if you, you know, came on here and you're like, oh, okay, I'm saved. You know, I know Jesus. I don't need to hear this. No, stay with me because I pray this will bless you. This will bless you. It stirs me up. And then you can always send this to someone and just, you know, anybody that's in your life that you've been praying for and, um, you know, that, you know, needs to give their heart to the Lord so that they, you know, that they don't miss heaven. You guys, this stuff is so real. And I, I feel like lately it's just become so much more real to me. I'm telling you, I think it's just that there's an urgency in the times that we're in and the things that we're seeing happen from, from COVID and just the conditioning of society to prepare us, you know, for, for what's to come. It's the work of the devil. And I'm thinking, you know, who are we to sit back and to have a voice and to not touch on this? So yeah, I mean, I definitely felt prompted to put a pause on the business stuff because I barely even really got into that. There's two episodes you can go back and check out. I was literally, those are all like skim the surface, going over some um, things that we're going to dive more into. So I will be going back to that. So stay tuned for that. Um, we will be back on here weekly. You know, um, some new things are going to be happening. By the way, there's going to be some announcements coming up in the month of June, which is right around the corner. So stay tuned for that. And by the way, June makes one year for the work of our podcast. Come on, you guys. Come on. How cool is that? God is so good. He's so, so, so good. And, um, just it's incredible but i want to go ahead and dive into this today and i want to just right off the bat start with john 10 10 and even if it's just like really thinking about what that actually means when you really think about what it means and i heard something really good last night and was totally just like whew, just like touch when uh pastor tony carpenter was was preaching um go check them out they have the river church in baltimore powerful powerful preaching and ministry um you know, and, and he said something really well when he was teaching and he's like, you know, when we, when we talk about, when we speak about the devil and teach, we're not, you know, he's under our feet. He's, he's not, but we are, you know, he is under our feet. So, you know, you don't ever talk about that from a defeated stance because we are victorious in Jesus. Hallelujah. So, and that really stood out to me. No, we don't speak about him as if he's so big and so, no, he is defeated and he is under our feet, amen? But I feel like right now what people need to hear, and you need to go, I put it on my Facebook page, um, Erica Carr, Erica with a K, and then if you could look at their site, it's um, the River Church Baltimore, the message that he did last night. Oh my goodness, good, good, good stuff, you guys. But, so John 10, 10, 
right? The thief does not come except but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And we're going to sit on that in just a second. But I have come. I have come. The Lord has come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Now, let me tell you what else has stirred me up lately. I talk, I do, um, for those of you that know me, personal training, I have a personal training business. So I deal with people, you know, daily, all day long, one-on-one, man. And I hear all kinds of stuff. You know, we talk about all kinds of things and it is blowing my mind. The stuff that people are telling me today, like literally the types of things that are going on in the world that I would say 10 years ago, if you would have mentioned some of this stuff to me, I would have thought it was so far-fetched and to see that we're living in such crazy times. And I, I don't even know if some people realize how bad this stuff is. If people are just used to seeing it. So again, it's the conditioning, right? It's the conditioning. Um, things I'm kind of talking about are like porn, like what that's done to people, you know, whatever you watch or listen to, you will soon become, it'll take you out, take you over, man. This stuff is dangerous. And now people and couples practicing these things, young people getting involved with all this stuff. You know, you open the door to demons. You know what I'm saying? Like this stuff is real, man. This stuff comes to kill you to take you out and we cannot allow people to go to hell you guys come on we have to preach the gospel we have to tell the truth because we can't even depend on churches to do that this day and time come on hello like how many churches are just like you know not opening back up don't have a backbone aren't preaching the truth with power come on you know so this stuff is real man stuff people are going through right now and and dealing with is mind-blowing Okay. It's mind blowing. And I believe what happens is we have a compromised church. Okay. A compromised church, what I call compromised Christianity. Okay. And it's where we have people who are saved, but they want to dabble in the world. You know, it's kind of like you put Jesus kind of on a shelf, but then I want to play over here a little bit. And one thing I touch on a lot, and I noticed a lot of people don't like it, um, is is uh i talk about drinking alcohol and i know people don't like to hear that because that steps on a lot of toes and there's there's a lot of um there's a lot of different things that people say about that or try to argue with that my thing is why would you try to argue that you know anytime we're trying to convince somebody else or ourselves of something that we're doing you know that's that's a whole different ball game we have to think about you know the decisions that we make and the choices that we make and then we, I, I, I did a whole podcast about the why, like the why, okay? Um, I'm pulling up a video here if you're hearing that noise. I'm trying to find, um, let me grab it, let me grab it. There's a recent post I read from evangelist Tiff Shuttlesworth. That's another amazing evangelist that I would encourage you to follow. Amazing teaching. And he does some incredible teaching on end times to where you can understand it. And it really, really opened your eyes as to what... Um, like what's going on in our world. But let me find it here in a second. Um, you guys, there are so many scriptures where the Lord talks about alcohol and why we are not to drink. Uh, give me a second. All right, let me pull this up here. And so what I was saying was people do not like to hear that. People get uncomfortable if they feel like you're kind of getting up in their territory. You know, it's kind of pushing something on them or highlighting something. Okay, here we go. I found it. So I didn't want to misquote the scripture here. 1 Corinthians 6, verse 10 says, the Bible says, drunkards cannot enter the kingdom of God. You know, and then he posts here, being drunk begins with one drink. It's the first step on a three-step journey. 
Why would a Christian walk that close to the slippery edge of eternal separation from God? Now, I know there are some people who know me who would be like, oh, well, I understand why you don't drink because you used to drink a lot back in the day, which is true. Long before I had my daughter or any of that, when I was in college, my early 20s, I did drink a lot. And in fact, for a long time, I enjoyed it. At least I thought I did because sin is pleasurable for a season, right? Before it kind of takes you out. And you know what's interesting is I always knew, I always knew, and I'm telling you, I'm so thankful for a a mama that raised me in church, a Pentecostal church at that, thank you, Jesus, and a praying grandmother. I'm telling you. Do you know that for all that time I was doing these things and living in sin and doing a lot of things that come with that, um, never got caught up in drugs, thankful for that, but... um, You know, I knew it was wrong and I would feel convicted. There were times I would be driving. I wasn't supposed to, you know, drunk. um, And I always was scared to die. Okay. I was afraid to die. I was afraid to die because I knew I would not go to heaven. God is so good. I knew I would not go to heaven. And I used to drive down the road. I don't know if it was like that where you guys live, but at the time where I was living in North Carolina, you would drive and you could see billboards. Okay. Of like, um, about if you die or whatever, where would you go? And I don't know. They used to be like a thing. I don't know if they're still there and I just don't see. I don't I don't know, but I used to see them everywhere. And I'm like, Lord, I just just give me another day, another chance, another day, another chance, you know. And I'll tell you, I became hungrier for the things of God. And what gradually happened was I began to separate myself from the things and the people who did that, right? You just sometimes you come to a point to where you may have to relocate, you know, or you just can't hang out with the same people, you guys. You, that, that, you know, there comes a time for that. And you have to make that decision. And through many different things um, and experiences, you know, I, I just, I wanted more of the Lord. And he came in and I just truly having that encounter with him. And I remember, you know, what's funny is I never specifically... From what I remember, I never specifically asked the Lord to change any of that because I can't even say that I I thought all of it was wrong. I think I had some strange misunderstanding of like getting drunk was wrong, but if I just wanted to drink, it was okay. But you know what's funny is there was a time I tried to order a drink and I all of a sudden I was so disgusted by the smell and the taste. Okay, so it was a radical thing the Lord did to me. I didn't necessarily ask for it and I wasn't I can't say that I was looking for it per se, but the Lord just did it. It's just like psh, and then never touched again. I can't even think of how many years it's been, y'all. Like it's crazy. Cause I haven't done any of this mess since I've had a kid or whatever. But I mean, this was back before I'm 35 now, I'll be 36 um this year. And so the Lord came in and did that. Another thing too, even all the music I used to listen to, man, I enjoyed just some like gangster, like hip hop, whatever you name it. I love working out to that music. That's just what you do. That's what I liked. I never really paid much attention to what the words were. Do you understand the power in music? The power in music and how the devil uses media, music, movies, celebrities, and all this stuff. And the power in what we say. Okay, have you ever stopped to think about what you're saying in these songs, what you're listening to, and then you begin to see what's happening in the world and in people's lives? Okay, so gradually over time, what I desired to listen to also changed to the point that like I I can go in a store because you know all stores play music and literally like my spirit cannot even, I just can't really like tolerate nonsense that's played now because I hear all the words and I pick up on it and that's your spirit. 
and the Lord had to come in and do that work. And it's just so cool. I don't, I can't put my finger on when it happened, but it just happened over time. And I'm so thankful because now my daughter doesn't have to walk any of that nonsense out. My daughter doesn't have to go through any of that because now the Lord has taught me. And now I know how to protect her, how to teach her, how to raise her, how to keep her under the anointing and in the things of God. Come on. Hallelujah. She ain't missing a thing out in the world. Thank you, Jesus. She just won't have to make the mistakes I made. Come on. You know, as parents, we're supposed to get this mess together. You guys break things off that's been on our families and our ceiling should be our children's floor and praise God for that. So what I said here, John 10, 10, the thief does not come except to steal, to kill and to destroy. Okay. That is his plan. Ultimately just to wipe you out and even to kill you spiritually. We're not even, of course, a natural death too, because then you'd go to hell, but just spiritually kill you. You see people becoming so dependent on drugs, looking for a quick fix, relationships, sex partner after sex partner after sex partner, all this crazy stuff to get a feel when only Jesus can do it. And nothing feels as good as that encounter with Jesus. The devil brings you a counterfeit of the feel good, a counterfeit. Remember, he came from heaven, okay? He's giving you counterfeits. It's not real. It's not real. Those drugs you might be on, it's not real. That high, it's nothing compared to what you can get from your heavenly father. I'm telling you, it is a counterfeit. It is full out deception that's trying to take you to hell. And it's not worth it. It's not worth it because Jesus loved you. In that same verse, in John 10, 10, in verse 10, it says, I have come. I have come, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. So no matter where you are right now, or if there's a loved one you're praying for, you guys, they're not too far gone. How many times have you turned your face away from somebody and said, you know what? It, it's too much. They're not coming around. That, what? Do you know somebody could be in the middle of doing like the hardest drugs and like the craziest stuff and cry out to God and he'll show up and touch him? Do you realize who God, do you even know who he is? Because if not, you need to get in your word and start reading your word and understand who he is. You need to understand that the things of God are holy and what's going on in this world today. It's not, it is not. And if you're not careful, you will fall right into it and not even realize it. And what's going to happen is you're going to be surrounded with other Christians doing the same thing and just be totally clueless and be absolutely clueless. Absolutely. Absolutely clueless. And my heart is for people, man. I get so passionate about this and I, sometimes I'll pause before I'll post something or say something. Oh, that might come off too hard or whatever. And then I'm like, no, I needed somebody to say this to me back in the day. I wish somebody would have been just been keeping it real and told the truth because I sit back and I see so many people doing what I used to do. So I want to help them. I want to help them. So many single people having sex outside of marriage. Hello. How do you think my daughter got here? You guys, I'm not condemning nobody because I used to do it. Hello. Okay. Come on. I I'm here to tell you the truth. I now know the truth. Jesus can save you no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing. You are not too far gone, but you got to stop and, and ask him to come into your heart as your Lord and savior. You have to repent, live. We live a life of repentance. Live a life of repentance. You turn away from the things of this world and you turn to Jesus and he is going to be there. The devil is the father of lies, the father of lies. He's going to come in and try to tell you, oh, you know what? It's too bad. You can't go up in that church. Look at you. Everybody knows what you did. 
Look at you. Oh, really? You know what I'd say to the devil if I were you? Oh, yeah, I'm going to go up in that church just as I am because Jesus loves me. You begin to speak the truth out. Because listen, guys, you know what I did? You know what I did? Erica was pregnant with my daughter, Olivia. Okay. My sweet Olivia. I talk about all the time and post about, okay? I was pregnant with her before Derek and I got married. Derek and I had Olivia. I was going to church by myself at the time, okay? I didn't know what I know now. I knew a little. I knew I loved the Lord. I was wanting to get things together, but was compromising. I was one of those people that was going to church and having sex with my boyfriend. Let's just keep it all the way real right now, okay? Because that's the only thing that's going to help you. And that's what sets people free. Come on. Come on. You got to hear me. I was going to church. I loved Jesus. I always have, okay? And I was having sex with my boyfriend and I got pregnant. So now many options here. What could have I, I could have done? I could have stopped going to church and said, you know what? I can't deal with this. People are looking at me funny in which they were, you know, everybody was talking or whatever. And, but I kept going. I just, I, I, cause I love Jesus. I needed Jesus more than ever. I mean, people were mad at me. Part, some of my family turned on me. People were talking so much trash to me. You wouldn't even believe. I mean, I had family members say to me, you're going to hell, you know? And, you know, there's a way to tell people the truth, but then to love on them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, well, my message right now is that if you don't change your ways, you are going down that road. You know, I don't want to see that happen. You can make heaven. The Lord loves you. That's not what anybody was telling me. Nobody was telling me how much the Lord loved me. I was scared to death. I had anxiety attacks a lot. There were times I could remember driving down the road and crying so hard I couldn't even breathe. I would have to pull over off the side of the interstate. It was, it was crazy. It was such a time I walked through and I was clinging to the Lord. Whew. I was clinging to the Lord like you wouldn't even know. I'm telling you, and it was during all that. Because when you cling to him, he's going to answer you when you call because he loves you. I'm telling you in the midst of it all, I would do things. And then when I would still sin, I would feel so convicted. And I would just go to the Lord and repent. I'm like, Lord, I'm so sorry. You got to help me. You've got to help me. And I'm telling you guys, he will help you, but you've got to surrender. You got to come hungry for him, thirsty for more of him. And you have to surrender. You have to surrender and allow him to come in. And I'm telling you, the Lord just totally transformed me. I'm, t- You know what's so amazing is my daughter, it, I can't even, I could, I just want to, I could spend a whole podcast talking about how incredible this child is and her love for Jesus, man. I'm telling you, she makes me step my game up. She's another level. I mean, I'm talking so absolutely incredible and full of the Lord, filled with the Holy Ghost. Girl's something else, man. She's on fire for God. It, it, it amazes me. It amazes me, you know. And so I just, I desire so much for people to wake up. Don't get caught up in the things of the world and with celebrities and highlighting everything's about sex and being naked and showing our bodies. And ladies, look, we got to cover our bodies. Like men are visual. Y'all, come on. Why do that? Why put yourselves in, in these situations? Because the reality is if you tru- if we truly know the love of the Father, we don't need to go out and flown our bodies like that because you would know better. You would respect yourself because you would know whose you are. He's your Father. He loves you. You carry yourself like you're the daughter of a king. And if you wonder why you go from bad relationship to bad relationship, how are you carrying yourself?
How are you putting yourself out there? You know, begin to change things, man. Get in a good Bible preaching church full of the Holy Ghost, okay? Number one, start reading your Bible. Get in your Bible. Spend time with the Lord and ask Him to help you. I'm telling you, you're not too far gone if you're listening to this. I don't care what you've done. It's not too bad, you guys. Jesus loves you. He loves you. He loves you. And he loves you. And he loves you. I don't care if you did something crazy two seconds ago. The Lord loves you. He will forgive you. He will forget about it. And he will help you. And you just surrender to him. So what I'm going to do here, I'm going to have to come back on and go. So I could obviously, man, I could go on for this for for a minute. But I want to pray with you those of you that are listening to this and just give you the opportunity to receive Jesus into your heart as your Lord and Savior. And if, if you're listening to this and you're like, Erica, I, you know, I'm saved or whatever, send this to somebody who you believe that could touch or needs to hear this. Okay. And you share your testimony. Remember, we don't speak from a defeated stance. We are victorious in Jesus. I am truly living better than I could ever imagined. And you know, back when I was in sin and stuff, I didn't think, I always thought, because the Christians I knew made it look boring and what I called like dorky and stupid or whatever. I don't know the right words, but man, y'all, it ain't never been so good. I'm, I'm for real. More blessed than ever. I used to work so hard. I had so many nice things. I bought whatever cars I wanted, did whatever. But you know what's funny is I was, I worked my butt off in the arm of the flesh. And you know, we still work hard, but God just blesses us, y'all. I can't, that, I could, I should just do a podcast about the blessing of the Lord and just, we praise him and thank him for just, he's so good. He's so good, y'all. He just constantly blows my mind. And I'm telling you, life with him is like something I can't even explain. I I just can't even, but you got to come to him. I I don't want to see anybody go to hell. And we got it. We got to ask the Lord to come in too. And when we repent, he'll begin to reveal things to us. Like, you know, we can't harbor unforgiveness in our hearts toward people. I know some really, really horrible things have probably happened to so many people, but we have to forgive those because then that's how the Lord can forgive us. So even now, if you're listening to this, just ask the Lord now to forgive you of your sins. So repeat after me, say, dear heavenly father, I come to you. In the name of Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of my sins and to wash me and cleanse me. Let me never be the same. I believe you died for me. I believe you rose from the dead. And I believe you're coming back again for me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. And let me never be the same. I turn my back on this world. And I turn to you. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. Listen you guys. If you said that prayer. I would love for you to email me. And I can continue to pray for you. Would love to hear from you. Um, Train. T-R-A-I-N. At work of artfitness.org is the email train t-r-a-i-n at work of artfitness.org i'd love to continue to pray for you listen listen the lord has forgiven you of your sins if you said that prayer right now you are forgiven so you turn from the ways of this world and you run to him you run to him you get in a good bible preaching church full of the holy ghost and fire i'm telling you and you get in that word 
and the Lord is going to help you and to surround you with people. I'm telling you of, of the Lord and the things of the word. And God has great things for you. God wants to use you. I'm telling you just when people come from so many different situations, you'll be amazed at how the Lord will turn it around. I'm telling you, he works all things together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. I'm telling you, um, he makes the crooked path straight. I mean, you know, I I could just go on and on about how good he is, but I'm going to close here and I may continue this for a few weeks. I'm just going to wait and see. I'll be on here weekly. We're back on. Um, and just, just stick with me here. Share this message with whoever you know that needs to hear it. And just encourage those around you guys. We've got to go and preach the gospel. We have to lead people to Jesus. Um, I, I do believe there's an urgency. I do believe we are in the last days. And the world now, you know, there's an antichrist spirit in the earth. And everything that's happening now is truly just conditioning people for what's to come. And you, you got to know, you got to be able to hear from God. You've got to be able to hear from him. And you can, you can. Um, so thank you all for listening today. I just want to pray, Lord, that you just cover them today. You protect them, Lord. And I just thank you for all those. I, I, I just, I rejoice. You know, all of heaven rejoices when one person even comes to the Lord. So heaven's rejoicing right now for whoever said the prayer. So I just thank you all. I love you all. And I pray you have a blessed day. And uh, stay tuned, you guys, because I'm going to be back on here soon. You guys have an awesome weekend.